Welcome again to Mindful, Beautiful and Thriving podcast series by Tarika Foundation supporting youth mental health. I'm your host Dr. Lena Khanzode and with me is Gayatri Narayanan again. She's been walking us through mindful parenting. So Gayatri, welcome. Thank you Lena. Nice to be back again. So it's been an interesting reflection on my part. I must say with my own parenting journey and also the work I do with different parents one of the dominant emotion i feel that drives a lot of this kind of challenges in parenting is the fear and it could be fear of failure it could be fear of disappointment it could be fear of not raising them as a good citizen i mean there is all these emotions about fear per se that seem to be so deep rooted in our parenting so I just wanted to ask you about that like do you agree with that do you see that also in your world Absolutely Lena I mean and this is not just in parenting right like fear is our human condition like you know just being a human being and being in this body and mind we are programmed for fear right we are programmed for survival and when we talked about the brain and the neuroscience of the brain you know that lizard part of the brain and the amygdala it's all designed to tell us hey be careful you know don't do this and if you don't survive you need to make sure that you can survive and procreate keep the species going right so fear is very much a evolutionary feature you know it's it's something that's very deep in our psyches you know they had done an experiment on rats in a study and they put a bunch of toys and things in this cage or whatever and they were playing around happily like they were very free and moving around and playing and you know playful little rats and then after 3 or 4 days the scientists introduced one hair of a cat inside the cage mm-hmm. and they noticed that the pattern of behavior immediately changed with these rats they became more fearful and they stopped playing their playfulness kind of went away and it was just not that they had seen a cat before but there was something very primal in their wiring that sensed oh this could mean danger and the fear dynamic immediately changed their whole behavior and even after they removed the hair from the cage their behavior didn't change that fear had already taken root you know as parents we've lived a long life and we've had so many experiences in our life that have taught us to be afraid of different things you know being afraid of being rejected being afraid of missing out being afraid of losing somebody being afraid of failure you know like you said so there's so many things that we have gained we've developed just by nature of having lived a life so this is very much a part of our conditioning and the thing is with mindfulness what the journey is to bring awareness to this fear and not to be afraid of the fear itself to learn how to bring presence to those sensations in the body the tightness in the belly the changing of the breath the heaviness in the heart or the clenching of the jaw or whatever it is learning how to notice how it shows up physically in the body what kinds of mental narratives do you say when you get afraid and learning how to bring that kind of kind loving awareness to the fear itself and to observe that in the body and give a space for it to be there and broadly speaking fear you can kind of categorize into like say three 
broad categories of fear. One, of course, is this fear of failure. You know, how are people seeing me? You know, how am I appearing to other people? And will I fail? And what are people going to think of me? Will I lose my respect, my status, you know? And there's a lot of comparing mind that comes with that fear of failure. It's like, I should be doing that too, you know? So there's a lot of that sort of comparing mind that comes in there. And there's a second category of fear, which is the fear of missing out, right? And that's more sort of the competitive mind. It's like, again, where you get into sort of a grasping mode. It's like, oh, you know, I better sign up my child for this and I better do that. And if I don't do that, then I'm missing out on something and there's never enough. And there's always this sense of like something's missing. And we never quite get there. We keep adding and adding and grasping and running. And that that's sort of the dynamic of this FOMO, like fear of missing out. It has a very grasping, competing kind of quality to it. And of course, the third category of fear, which is something we all share, is just sort of the fragility of human life, right? Like the existential fear of just the impermanence of all things. And we know that life, we live and die, and you know something could happen and we could lose something, or fear of safety and sort of that existential fear that anytime anything could go wrong. And so those are the broadly the three categories of fear. And of course, they all show up in our parenting interactions, right? Whether it's a fear of missing out, a fear of failure, or the existential fear. So, so what you do is just observe what's happening. What are the narratives that are going on in the mind? And also learn how to observe what happens to you when you get into that trance of fear. Like what are the kinds of behaviors you engage in? And some of the behaviors that come around when you're in fear is like when you start racing around, like as if there's not enough time, you're going around, you know, you get very busy and you try to distract yourself. You keep like moving from one thing to another. So that's a behavior of fear. Another behavior of fear is addiction, right? Like where you overdo food or sex or alcohol or something, you know, where you kind of indulge yourself because you're trying to run away from the fear. Another behavior that often comes up is where you become very defensive or very critical, right? You start lashing out, you start blaming and get into a kind of a critical mindset. And so that's another behavior of fear. Another behavior of fear is like you start pretending so that you can get the approval of other people and you act like you feel better than you actually feel or that we know more than we actually know. We kind of get into sort of a pretending kind of a thing, right? So these are all kind of what you call behaviors of the trance of fear. When the fear is not being seen and you're just sort of trying to get away from it you know so you can start to pay attention to these behaviors you can start to pay attention to the physical sensations of fear and just by doing that a lot of these fears get tamed you bring a certain awareness to them a certain compassion to them and it helps you kind of move beyond that unconscious response to the fear if that makes sense it does. It does. And I was almost smiling as you were speaking to different fear behaviors. And I'm like, oh, I do that. Sometimes I do that, you know. And so you're right. It's such an instinctive emotion. It's a survival emotion. It's so ingrained in us that that is what we kind of go to. But it's also so important to realize often we are not feeling that emotion that much but maybe our behavior is showing that and so to be aware of oh why am I doing this right now is there something I'm afraid of and then if I trace it back I can find oh this is this fear driving this this is that fear driving it so that's so interesting to hear that you know th those are some things to also be mindful about and kind of root it down 
Yeah. And I can give you an example of this in my own life. And I may have shared it in an earlier episode. You know, it had to do with my son and homework time. You know, I could be a very calm, happy, loving mother in most situations and throughout the day, no problem. But when it came to his homework time, and this was when he was in third grade and fourth grade and fifth grade, and, you know, when he was still very young and my voice would change, you know, my behavior would change. I'd be like, did you do that? You know, did you do this? And I would just become this hyper crazy kind of mom. You know, then I started to notice, you know, what was happening in the body. What was I telling myself? What were the beliefs? And honestly, it had nothing to do with my son and whether he was a capable child or, you know, he was completely capable of handling his own homework. But my fears and, you know, my beliefs was literally like I would go from, oh, he's not doing his homework to, oh, he's going to be on the streets and homeless and on, with a begging bowl in a matter of like half a second. It was just that fear of like, oh, is he going to be okay? Is he going to fail? Is he going to be able yeah. to to learn. And so once I started noticing that and bringing awareness to it and just being present with the fear itself and offering kindness to it, I was able to change my relationship with my son and homework. Mm. And it changed our whole relationship around that whole thing. And now he's a high schooler, he's graduated, he's going to college and he's fine. So it's very interesting. And it's kind of amusing, actually. And you can kind of laugh at yourself sometimes and say, Oh, my God, look at me, you know, look what's happening right now. You know, Very much right on very relatable. I think all the listeners, all the parents are going to be chuckling and saying, Oh, yeah, I do that. And I've done that I've been there done that. So right. well, thank you. This was super helpful. Gayatri, thank you again for giving us such great insights into different primitive emotions like fear <laughs> and how that can be something we can all learn to modulate and kind of not influence our parenting in a wrong way. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, Lena. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Mindful, Beautiful and Thriving, a podcast series by Tarika Foundation focused on youth mental health. If you like our podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Stay safe and healthy till next time.